Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. By the time it ended, I pick up my phone and I have 45 missed calls. When the cops show up after your listing appointment, you don't get the listing. And then they would have called the Starbucks and been like, put my wife on the phone before I kill her. I feel like this is an intervention. I should have done that. I can give my five-year-old daughter a knife and say, defend yourself. And she may not look good doing it, but nobody's going to want to come near her while she's got that in her hand. Thinking it's not going to happen to you is not a defense mechanism. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. Hi, Tanner. Hello. (laughs) It's episode 161. And it is September. It's September. So we are in Realtor Safety Month. That's right. And we were going back and forth on who we should talk to. So I thought I would bring my husband in because he is in law enforcement. We, we have him in the lair. Yes, we do. And um, he is not a podcast listener. Of the Hustle Humbly. Of the Hustle Humbly. Yeah, we're no Joe Rogan um, over here. Yeah, <laughs> he only listens to Joe Rogan, so we are not on his list to listen That's to. That's okay. He's not trying to sell real but estate. But his, his partner at work is a listener and is always sending me videos of I've them. I've seen a video. To, yes, listening on the job and whatnot. Like in the in the car. Like <laughs> in, the in the car, p- about to like get out and do an operation. They're yeah. going to amp up to hustle humbly. Right. <laughs> sure, why not? We're <laughs> total amp up content. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, our little disclaimer is he is here as my husband mm-hmm. and as my spouse giving safety advice, okay. not representing any type of law a- any enforcement. Any branch of the government? Yes. He is not okay. representing law enforcement offices. And this is just Tanner Jenkins' advice. Okay. Great. <laughs> Tanner yeah. Jenkins, no pressure. But before we get started, oh, do, 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 beep the flip report. So I went by oh, and in one week, the progress that he has made is so much. Okay. So much progress. It is painted. Mm-hmm. I will say I feel like the texture on the walls is a little much and not super consistent. Did he do the texture? It's what was there. No, he did it. I just feel like he probably you're doing an entire house. So I just think it. What do you got a little feisty with the texture? I don't know. I mean, it's fine. And like looking at yours, it's fine. It just well, I don't okay. know. I, I bet Whitney will say something about it. Like it's too texturized. Yeah. Okay. Like it's a little too orange. Anyway, it this is a non problem. Non problem at all. This is a non problem. Um, and so he also was getting. It's funny because Whitney, you know, is very attention to detail, which is why I have her brought on. Right. Well, I think in some ways 
he's like great. <laughs> this <laughs> girl contractor, again. yeah, right. So mm. he is now only texting her in Spanish. Does he, she yeah. speak Spanish? No, she has to copy and paste his text messages into Google Translate. I'm very confused by this. He's Why like, is he he's doing He's like, this? you're making my job harder. Oh. I'm making your job. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it, it is really Touché, funny. Touche, contractor. Yeah, she was sending me screenshots and stuff, and he even sent, like, his bitmoji, like, laughing at her. And what? it was it was really funny. But he texted me a picture of, because we're doing a um, shiplap wall in the kitchen. Okay. He sent me a picture of shiplap and said, you like and I said, yes, but the fact that he asked me made me feel uncertain. Like he had asked her and she said no? No, no just like, shh, like, is there other options? <laughs> Why are you asking me? Tell me my other options. Right, you don't ask me about baseboards or you just do it. So I felt like because he was asking me, oh. I should have. So I made the mistake <laughs> of just texting Whitney and saying, Angel just sent me this. She's like, no, no. No, not that kind at all. Nothing from Home Depot. He needs to go to Holmes Building Supply and ask for this kind and this and that. And he's just like, <sighs> and I'm like, that's I'm, why I'm he sorry. didn't text it to her, right? I would. I just so he did. He did what he was told. was ta- asked. But that's just an example. But anyway, it looks <laughs> really good. He also started draining the washing machine. Oh, right. The, and the it does not line. look as bad. Okay. And I think that we can even hide it with like a baseboard around the house. Oh, great. So it, it's fine. What a delight. But I'm really pleased with the progress. Okay. It looks great. Do we know how much longer now? No. Okay. I need to get exterior doors. He's kind of waiting on that. What is, is there anything that's slow right now? Tile, he would like to start, but it's, we have one more week before tile comes gets, in. Okay, gets here. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all. Do you hear any of this at home, Tanner? No. Do, 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 do. Have you ever report. seen the Flip House, Tanner, <laughs> that we not. own? No, have you have not. He's like, I've just asked. let me know when the check comes in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm like an investor. That's right. 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 He's, a, he's a very silent investor. He's <laughs> like, shh, I don't need to know. If you listened to our podcast, you would be up to date with our investments that we have. That's all right. It's good to know. Yeah. Well, this is just a workhorse over here. Right. Just brings in the cash. Now, okay. when somebody broke into the other flip house during remodel, Tanner handled that. Right. Well, hopefully then you won't get involved with this one. Right. Well, I would hope so, yes. Yeah, I think. That was an unfortunate not. moment. It was. I don't remember. Do we actually tell the we people didn't. that? Okay. I, I left that out on Side the first note. flip report. We're just going to move on now. Okay. Okie dokie. Do, 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 do. That's it. Okay. The on to report. safety. <laughs> right. Now I'm just going to like. Right. <laughs> Zone in. I know. I mean, we have some listener questions. Uh-huh. Um, but I think a good place to start would be, I mean, you're married to a realtor and you have also seen me evolve from being a brand new agent that worked phone duty, people I didn't know. I also didn't know the right way to screen people. I mm-hmm. mean, there were times when you came with me to showings and just kind of parked down the street to keep an eye on things. But as a as a spouse, like what are things that you would worry about? Uh, the main thing is meeting people that you don't know their information. Just yeah. a cold call that would say, can you show me this house? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I know a lot of realtors like you um, get 
require pre-approval letters. I think that's huge because they're having to go through some sort of, it's not really a safety check, but it's identifying that person, whether it be yeah. through a social security number, their full name. The lender has some sort of information where if somebody's planning on doing something malicious, likely they're not going to go through that because they don't want to be tracked. Yeah. It's not saying it can't happen, but right. it's less, less likely. likely. Mm-hmm. One thing I was thinking about when we were looking at some of these questions is if you have someone that's pre-approved already, but you don't know their lender, it wouldn't be a bad idea to just email that lender and say, Hi, Mr. Joe, I am working with Mr. Sam. He sent me a pre-approval letter from you. I just wanted to let you know we have a mutual client and, you know, make sure that you feel good about his pre-approval. Yeah, I think that question is key. Do you feel good about his pre-approval? Yeah. The scariest thing, I won't tell the whole story. Maybe later I'll tell you. Um, The scariest thing that ever happened to me in a real estate showing the the guy who showed up had gone to a lender's office and had a pre-approval and had actually also scared the lender. Oh. So when I started following up and like calling, the lender was like, he's very erratic. This is not right. Like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's good to do, but I like, you just never know. They're strangers. Well, it's one thing if they go to a lender, you know. Right. And then- that all works out. But then if they say, oh, I'm already pre-approved, here's my letter. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't know this bank, XYZ bank. Right. Or I'm paying cash. Some people think just because they're paying cash, they don't have to have any kind of letter. So when I follow up with, great, do you have a proof of funds letter? Mm -hmm. If they don't or aren't willing to, I think that's like a huge red flag. Yeah, agree. Um, so if we do get a client, new client that we've never met before, maybe we got it from a sign call or something like that. Um, anything specific besides a pre-approval letter that you would recommend that we do? Like before meeting them. Before we go meet them in preparation of going for the meeting. I mean, you can always check the person's phone number in Facebook and see mm-hmm. if it comes back to a Facebook account with oh. that name. You just put the number in Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. And if they have that number registered on there, um, you could likely idea. Google that phone number mm-hmm. and maybe it'll come back to some sort of forums, especially if they're using some sort of spoof number. Oh. I mean, okay. So just there's a reason video. for people using those numbers if they're doing off of Wi-Fi or something, but that's uh-huh. no, not that likely. So if they don't have an actual good cell phone number and they're I mean, and the main thing is go off your gut. If it yeah. doesn't seem right, it's probably because it's not it's not right. right. Yeah. yeah. We just did an episode on listening to your inner voice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very and how true. how important the gut is in okay. knowing things. We have an app that our board has started to provide to us for free, but it's something that any agent can pay for. It's called Forewarn. Okay. Do you know anything about Forewarn? I don't. It's the same sort of thing. Like you put in a phone number or a name and it'll kind of give you like a reverse lookup and some information about okay. them. It is kind of funny because people are always like, oh, your husband's in law enforcement. Can he like run a plate for me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that would be not. great if you could. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I mean, we have, I think that the Forewarn app, I was very thankful that our board's started providing it because it shows criminal history if they've declared bankruptcy. I mean, if you are about to go show a house and you run it through the app and see they declared bankruptcy last year, you can't get a loan. Right. Like there's a certain number of years you have to wait. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing you can do if you have their name, you can run it in the every parish has a sex offender database Uh that is public information. Yeah. You get on the internet, whatever parish you're in, go to that, enter the name. 
and it'll tell you it'll if they're a sex offender. Yeah. And like what they did. And so that's e- is that easy to look up in every state? I don't know about yeah. every state, but it's very it's easy. Super easy East here. Baton Rouge, Livingston, yeah. Ascension, okay. around here. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Okay. And then I guess, too, we've always talked about, like, if you're about to go on a meeting, I used to tell Tanner, hey, I'm going to meet this person. Mm-hmm. and But now I think I just have office people that I tell so as not to stress right. Tanner. Okay. Well, that's a great question. <laughs> so my practice is to put the appointment in my phone with the address where I'm going. So the person's okay. name, like who I'm meeting, the name and the address. And I share the calendar event with Jay. So he at least, it's not just I'm at a showing with Susie Q. Right. I also have given you the address where that is happening. That's a good idea. So I like him knowing where I am and not just who I'm with. But really- is and there- I, a time frame that That's you're a, supposed to check in. Right, exactly. <laughs> so then there's a time frame. Okay. Right? But like, let's say I don't check in in the time frame. Then, then what, what? Would, then what? Like, what would you recommend? What would be his next al- well, step? Well, I think now would be a decent time to share my fail, my fail story. Oh, okay. Of, please uh, do. So I was going on a listing appointment with someone I did not know. And that's the thing, too. We talk a lot about pre-approving buyers. But if it's a listing appointment, you still, there are things you need to do. You could check the online um, tax records to make sure that person owns that house that you're yeah, really Yeah, I mean, going. bad people can still lure you to their house, yeah. right? Yeah. So I had told um, my office mate at the time, look, I'm going to this house. I don't know this person. If you don't hear from me by this time... I don't know. Call me. We didn't really. There was nothing after that. No game plan. Yeah. We didn't really plan past that. Right. So the listing appointment went extremely well, but Mm -hmm. we were also talking and talking and talking. And so then I was super late for my next appointment, which was a buyer consultation at Starbucks. So I ran out of that listing appointment and sprinted to Starbucks. I'm calling the person I'm meeting to say, I'm so sorry. I'm about 10 minutes late. And then I get there and I put my phone on silent and I do a full on buyer consultation Mm -hmm. that lasted like over an hour. Mm -hmm. By the time it ended, I pick up my phone and I have 45 missed calls. Mm -hmm. Most of them, they started out from Chelsea and then it was Tanner. And I, my heart dropped when I saw Tanner had called me like 17 times. I'm like, I felt like a kid. I was like, I'm in trouble. trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Well, not only did I have all those missed calls, but my office mate had called the police. Oh, no. And the police went to that address. To your listing. To the listing that I did not get <laughs> because when the cops show up after your listing appointment, um, you don't get the listing. So yeah. that's what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was overall mortifying, embarrassing. I felt awful because I did not stick to my end of the bargain. Important thing on that note, though, like don't let that discourage other realtors. If you're the office mate of call. Right. Police. Just call if the police. Feel, even if you're going to if your friend loses that list, right. it's better to get it right. checked out. You know, what would have been helpful in that situation is if we shared our location. Like, you know how you can, I can share my location. Uh, oh, with right, you. right, right. And some people are like, well, I don't want people knowing where I am all the time. I don't really care because I'm, it's not that interesting. Right. <laughs> right. She's like, fine. It doesn't bother me if Katie always knows where I am. Right. But some, like, two of the girls in my book club, they always have each other's location. Yeah. So when we're at book club and one of them's late, she's like, oh, let me see where she is. <gasps> oh. And then she's like, oh, she's like five minutes away. We're good. Or they're like, oh my gosh, she hasn't even left her house yet. Oh. Right. That would be me. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. But I feel like if we would have shared locations, they would have known I You're was at, at the Starbucks. Starbucks. 
And then they would have called the Starbucks and been right, like, put right. my wife on the phone before I kill her. So that could have been helpful. Or you just answer the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. My phone's never, it's always on silent. Just Is because. there any reason why you couldn't put it on to like vibrate to where maybe yeah. you would hear it? I should, I should have done that. Okay. What, I feel how, like this is an intervention. I like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. I should have done that. <laughs> okay. So you might not know this. We call this podcast therapy. So intervention we is do. right in line. Yeah. Okay. Well, how did you change your behavior after that? Your behavior? Um, I put my phone on vibrate for a while there. And then I also, I was kind of scarred and I was almost scared to ask for help after that failure, which so is not good. you just went out blindly sometimes. without. Some, I just was like, what Instead if. Instead of having backup, she What if said, I forget. Forget it. Kind of, that's not the answer. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, <laughs> listeners. Please don't do that. And it's with anything. If you get into a habit, if it's something you do every time. Right. You're going to do it every time. Well, that's the thing. It's not often that I have to say well, especially not anymore because now the clients I work with came from someone I know. I don't really work sign calls. I know. And I'm going to be the devil's advocate again. Okay, do it. One of the, the second scariest situation I was ever in was with a past client, someone I had already done two transactions with. What? Yes. And I won't give a lot of details on air because it was very private for the buyer, but the seller at the time, because she had been the buyer. I'd sold him the house. And then they're like, we're ready to sell it. Can you come over? Okay. But he had had a mental like break. And I went to their home unknowingly in a very dangerous situa- situation <gasps> that oh. I found out about later. Okay. And I knew them. Yes. I had already worked with them. So right. my point is, you just... You just don't know. So even if it's someone you know, putting it in your calendar. I mean, Someone needs to know where you are. Yeah. And then sharing it. I don't feel like that's very helpful, but I'm just saying. Like, Well, it would be helpful if something happened and they can just go to your calendar and know exactly where the last place you were was. And that's a starting tool for if something happened. But legitimately, you, realtors late, need to have the mindset of no one's coming to help me. I've right. got to help myself. Right. Let's go there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move, move, move on. Yeah. Do you recommend any specific self-defense training or any other type of training for a realtor? I'm biased because I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Great. So I would say that, that is, yes. But any form of uh, martial arts training that would be realistic, that's not just standing in front of a mirror practicing, right. that's actually okay. some sort of um, self-defense where you're having contact with a person, you're actually trying okay. to implement the techniques while they're trying to resist. Okay. So, I mean, wrestling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, any sort of boxing, kickboxing, any of that's great. But the most important thing is whatever you're doing to constantly be doing. Okay. You can't just go to a weekend or a one-day seminar right. once. That's it's not going to do not it. It's not going to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I know we have people there are a lot of reach those. out that say we want to do a self-defense class, but- just the one just the one and then we're good we're ready to self-defend but until you and granted, get used anything's to it. better than nothing but if yeah. something's going to be effective it's something that you practice over and over again correct okay yeah. that makes sense mm-hmm. all right we had a listener question that asked what i guess that one is it though What's yeah the what's best the best form, form? What so any it, kind of martial arts any type of mi- martial art mm-hmm. okay any type of martial art that you're actually implementing the techniques right. on a resisting person Okay. Okay. So you have to actually feel the resistance. Yeah. Real life. Yeah. That makes sense. Person to person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shall we do tools? Yeah. I mean, so the, most of the questions we got were about weapons. Yes. Sure. Lots of weapons questions. You know, because let's be honest, these ladies, most of them are not going to go to the jujitsu class. I understand. Right. 
So what weapons as realtors would actually help us? Like, what do you, what is your take on women or just people in general that aren't in law enforcement and used to weapons all the time? Like what, what should we be doing? So it's very similar to the, um, defensive tactics or um, training, whatever weapon you're going to actually train with and become proficient in. So firearms would be the best if you're going to become proficient in it. If you're not going to practice with it and know how to carry it and carry it and know how to correctly use it safely, it's you're more of a detriment to yourself right. than you are. Right, it's more dangerous. Um, I would say the, the best thing for someone that's not going to practice a lot is some sort of fixed blade knife. Okay. Like small knife, because anyone can put a knife in there. I can give my five-year-old daughter a, yeah. a knife and right. say, defend yourself. And she may not look good doing it, but nobody's going to want to come near her right, right. while she's got that in her hand. Yeah. And there's a lot of options out there for small okay. fixed play. Like, I mean, she had one. I don't think she cares anymore, but it's this very small little push dagger mm-hmm. made by cold steel. Okay. You could just hold your hand. It was a little bitty dagger right yeah. there. You could it just- was on my keychain. And oh. so, it, and now I don't have a keychain. <laughs> right. Right. But when I had a keychain, it was, it was very small and very discreet and you could just you Pop could it carry it. Mm-hmm. You could pull it out very mm-hmm. quickly. So even if you were, oh, I should have brought my safety device in here. Oh yeah, your alarm. Shoot, I know. I'm your gonna birdie. go. Get, I'm gonna go get it and see if if you like it. Okay. And on that note, people talk about mace. Yeah. And spray. I wouldn't carry. Okay. Just because having be around people that get sprayed while we're in line of duty, we don't really generally use it that much anymore yeah. because it creates number one a cloud of that spray around you. you yeah. Can, easily spray yourself right some people it's not as effective on right oh that makes me okay have you ever heard people talk about having the wasp spray because it's more directional than I mean, like mace wasp spray will work right Are you i mean have you ever it seen you? it it's like this yeah, big yeah, like, like, in my purse. Like, fair yeah. but like you know in a pinch if i was like no, oh. say you're in your house there's right. nothing would be nothing wrong with wall spray. Okay. But again, if you're trying to spray wall spray at me, it's not gonna work. Have no. you been maced? No. Yes. How long does that affect you, mace? <sighs> Probably forty five minutes. Yeah. I forget I think it was an OCCS blend because there's different types. Okay. But it was interesting. An awful experience. I can imagine. Did you cry? No. No oh. cries. Does it make you water? Oh, like yeah. it just yes, pours out your eyes. Not crying. Water yeah, we didn't yeah. cry. We but so like when they spray you in the police cabin, it's uh-huh. basically you stand in front of me, the instructor comes up and does like this. <gasps> oh, so, but it's very, it would be awful. very difficult to do that to an attack. Well, right, person, if they're moving around. Like, going, this is. Right. I would totally have it in the wrong direction. And right. Yeah, spray, and spray yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the biggest mm-hmm. thing is your mindset. Knowing right. I have to get myself out of this situation yeah. and do whatever it takes. Right. Fight, claw, because it's the people that just kind of give up. Because one thing they tell you is don't let someone change locations with you. Right. That's generally a very bad, bad. thing. Yeah. You like, would even said like if it means you have to die in the parking lot. Like do fight, not yeah, let never them leave fight where for you your are. life. Correct. Fight yeah. for your life. Because generally people are going to see a struggle come and right. man, it's not going to work every time. But you have to have the mindset yeah. of I'm not going to let don't this happen. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. You have to mm. like actually at times think. I mean, you've even said too like. like in your brain, visualize it happening and visualize yourself doing the right Right. things. Because if you don't do that, you're going to freeze in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine I'd be a freezer. Yeah. I feel like a freezer. I know what to do. Okay. Mm. But if you think about an aspect of like, if somebody tried to grab on your kids, you're not going to freeze. So you need to have that same mindset. Okay. 
Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a flight. I think I'm going to make a run for it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like if so, somebody grabbed your kids, you're not going to run for it. No, you're, you're right. You got to fight. But okay. you got to fight like that to get We have to fight, Katie. Now, you got to get away from them, but generally, okay. you're going to have to fight to get away. Right. Oh, okay. Got it. I can do it. Yeah, see. I can do it. See, it's all mindset. Great. I can it, do it. It all goes back. You know, we're right. always talking about mindset, and I really think if you're in a dangerous situation, you have to get, like, angry. I don't, I don't think we have to worry about Haven anymore. She's already, no. like, doing her jujitsu. Well, jiu-jitsu. here's the thing. Her first few weeks, at, I mean, she started jujitsu when she was four. She's a tiny little girl. There's not a lot of tiny little girls doing jujitsu. So she was going against the little boys. And the first couple times, she was very shaken. Like, she was just, and I, as I'm watching, I'm like, if somebody came and pushed me aggressively, I would be so startled. Right. I, right, right, even, right. I would just be shocked. But she is getting pushed. Brought to the ground. Yeah. And for the first, I mean, few months, I even told Tanner, look, she doesn't want to go. This is not her thing. And he was like, she's not used to it yet. Right, right. If we can get her to go for a few more times, I think she will get to the point. And now she's like addicted. She it's, loves it's it. It's like swimming lessons. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kids don't want to go to swimming lessons. Right, but right, you need right. to learn how to swim. Yeah. It's a life skill. Oh. Learning how to defend yourself is a life skill. That's fair. It is a life skill. Yeah, for Especially, sure. Especially, I think that's the hardest thing is the world we are living in today is just getting crazier and crazier. And you really have to be prepared for anything. And I'm going to go off on kind of a tangent. Let's hear it. If you think about someone that's going to attack someone, they're not going to attack someone that has a sense of, um, um, that know that they can defend themselves. Oh, yeah. So, for example, when Haven gets to where she's 15 or 16, if she keeps on this journey, like you're going to be able to look at her uh, someone like, in a parking lot and like, like how she carries herself. Right. That her head's up and alert. Yes. Not down on your phone, well, like walking right. into them. They always tell you that about par- parking lots are like my um, the scariest place to me. You should not mm-hmm. be on your phone. Like, uh, no. Right. And you have to have your keys ready and be prepared. And I'm telling my kids, I'm like, everyone walks directly to the car and no one stops. And everyone is like aware. And make yeah. eye contact with people. Yeah. If there's someone that's uh, creeping you out or look at, look at them and let them know that I mean, you don't have to do it aggressively. Like mm-hmm. how I would do it to make but to make <laughs> right. them more gonna, aggressive. Like, stare them down. Yeah. But let them like, understand I see you. Right. I'm aware. I had an agent early on in my career who took me on a listing appointment of hers just so that I was following her around, shadowing. It was in a very scary um condo complex. Mm. And she was very intentional about waving to literally everyone who she saw. Like everybody that walked by. Smart. You just like Hi. Hey, see see you. you. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm okay that you see me. I see you. We've all seen each other. Now I'm moving on. A big thing about areas like that, too, there's a lot of good people that still live in there. Right. And someone if you're making that connection with them, if something is going to happen to you, they'll likely help Help you you. call the police. That's a great point. That's a great point. Right. It's not like everyone there is trouble. Absolutely. Right. Makes sense. Hmm. Okay. So that's all the weapons. Mm -hmm. We need a we need a knife. Yeah, some sort of blade on your keychain that you will actually have access to. Got it. Yeah, if you don't carry it with you, if it's in your car. Okay, it's right. Not it's not going to help you, right? Like if it's in your glove box. Or, okay, someone did ask, what are your best tips and wisdom about concealed carry? 
Well, first, if you're going to conceal carry, like, say, a firearm, like, yeah. you need to get your concealed carry license right. in whatever jurisdiction. You need to, it needs to be something comfortable that you're going to carry yeah. every time. Right. Because it'll be, if you don't say you carry it half the time, it's going to turn into either not carrying it or that one time you need it is the time that, that you, you won't have it. it. Like yeah. I always say Tanner's mm-hmm. is like his cell phone. Right. If we're leaving to go to dinner and he forgot his firearm, we're going back. Yeah, we're going to have to go back and get it. We have to go back it. and get it. And like yeah. you never know it's on him. But mm-hmm. if you searched him right now, you'd probably find at least two. Sure. Oh. Yeah. I'll keep in line. I know. But I feel like, too, I wasn't always great when I was just day-to-day working appointments, running errands. But if I was doing, say, an open house, Mm -hmm. I always had my gun on me. Always. I had it in my armpit, Mm -hmm. um, like kind of like where your bra strap Mm -hmm. is. And that's just where it was because I could wear whatever I wanted and Mm -hmm. you didn't see it. Okay. I could still shake hands and move around Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't, I mean, that's just where I kept it. But I felt like I was preparing for an open house. Okay. But. And on that, she would have been better off that time carrying the knife. Uh Yeah. Because for example, if I was the attacker and she pulled, I would take that gun from her. Yeah. Right. Because she wouldn't be proficient in pulling it immediately and going to work. Yeah. Where a knife, you could pull a knife out right now and attack me. Like, you, you right. just know how to okay. instinctually know how to do it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. This last question about weapons was also from a listener, but it says, what protection can I legally carry? Is that different from state to state? It is. Yeah. So it would really depend. They would have to look that up. Like here in Baton Rouge, for instance, or Louisiana, you have to get your, if you're going to carry a concealed firearm, you have to get your concealed carry. Yeah. Where if you're a citizen- it's it's easily attainable, but you just have to go through that process. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for it, as far as I know, on a uh, edged weapon, a knife, like there's no law like that anyone says you can can't do that. Have yeah. that in your pocket. Yeah. Hmm. My husband didn't take me to the shooting range very often, so. So you gave up the gun. So is that what up. you're telling me? I gave up. You were like, yeah. I didn't practice enough. I right. gave it up. I gave it up. Okay. We went like once. Well, and those if people are going to get into that, the some of the best form of practice is dry fire. Like okay. having a, your firearm unloaded, check it, double uh-huh. check it, make sure and carry it however you're going to carry it. Right. And get it out quickly and uh-huh. go through the mechanics of firing the weapon. Right. In our home, this is all the time. Okay. He's always dry firing and practicing. I see. And at any time you walk into our home, he might be coming around the corner. <laughs> Pretending. Okay, it's a, great. It's a perishable skill. So if you uh, don't that practice makes sense. It, I didn't ever think you about it practice like that. it for work. Like, sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just practicing. You have to keep pulling the trigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, you even had the laser on some of them to see like where. I mean, that makes perfect sense. You can become rusty. Like you could just. Yeah. So you don't always have to go to the range to practice. Mm-hmm. You could practice. Right, especially with the cost of ammunition. The cost of ammunition is absolutely absurd right now. So, okay, so a lot of people. Dry fires. Sure. Dry fire at home. Practice. Right. Okay. That's good. That makes sense. Yeah. I never thought about that. Me neither. Okay. Even though I see it every day. <clears throat> right. I just thought he needs to do this because of his job. Right. But we should be doing it if you plan to carry a firearm. Right. Makes sense. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. What do we mention almost every episode? 
email templates. You're right. We sure do. <laughs> and after every time we mention an email template, do you know what we get? Emails asking if they can have <laughs> copies of the email template. Can you send me a copy of that template? I've sure. never had one like that. That sounds great. And you know what the good news is? What? You can get all of our email templates from our course, Email Templates 101. Tell the people about it. Our course has all of the email templates you would need to send to your buyers and your sellers and your clients that are buying and selling at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> to get through every step of the transaction and giving them information that they need for where they are in the transaction. It's great because you never forget to tell them something. Yes, and we've already done all the work for you. Yeah. We wrote them and yeah. you can personalize them. Yes. and just feel organized knowing that you have all the information where it needs to be. And if you purchase Email Templates 101, you do get lifetime access. So occasionally we like to go in and make updates based on the market or if we find a new best practice. And we put that right into the template and you get that updated straight away. It just goes straight to your course. Yep. Right, it's, it's just there. It's, it's just already there. in there. It's just there. already in there. You don't even have to worry about it. We'll That's send wonderful. you an email and we'll say updated. That's great. Where can they find these email templates? You can find the email templates at email templates with an S 101.com. Email templates 101.com. Yes, head over for reviews and all of the specifics. Wonderful. Hey, enjoy. How do you feel about open houses? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of it depends on the area, I would say, that the open house is in. But even that, somebody, I mean, it's almost like setting yourself up mm -hmm. in right. a bad situation. Yeah. And, and I don't know if realtors sometimes can do, because there's strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. If a bad person walks in, there's two people working, they're likely not making right. that attack, on, especially right. on a woman. Mm -hmm. um, right. When I was new and doing open houses every Sunday, because I did them every Sunday for Ann when I was new, mm -hmm. he would come, you know, before we had kids and he could, he would come, Tanner would come to my open houses okay. and just kind of not stay the whole time, but he would browse and pretend like he was looking and, you uh -huh. know, then he would head out. But You're just creeping out just the other people at the open house? scooping things uh -huh. out. And the biggest ones would be ones that aren't busy. Mm -hmm. That's the ones that would oh, kind of yeah. sketch me. Like if yeah. If there's constantly oh, yeah. people coming, going, like, say you do one in a neighborhood where there's going to be people walking in and out from around there. Yeah. I wouldn't worry that much. Right. It's the ones that, because if you have somebody that's, say, targeting you, you have your right. picture on the sign. You're yeah. saying, I'll be here this Sunday I from know. this time if you want to come grab me. <laughs> right. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> and you can have a cookie, too. Yeah. Grab have me. a snack. Yeah, have a snack. See, I stopped doing food at my open houses. I, I had a situation where this guy came into one of my open houses and was like, you don't have any food? And I was like, no. And he just left. And I thought- <laughs> And here's an idea that I just <sighs> thought of. Like, guys in uniform, like like free oh. food. Like, if you wanted to call that substation yeah. around there and say, hey, if any of the officers on duty want to stop by food. and have- Get some oh, a sandwich or a cookie. You're going to have to reinstate the food. I know. See, I That's stopped the food. That's a great idea. But yeah, you could just invite law enforcement to your open house. Genius. That's a really good idea. Because a listener did ask, could you pay an officer to sit at an open house for you safety? You could, so officers work extra duty. I mean, yeah. it's going to be roughly $30 an hour, generally. I mean, uh, that's yeah. worth it. Yeah. So if you so have a three hours. It could so be anything. Like it doesn't have, have to be a registered. No, they have approved. stipulations. You'll have to get it approved, but it'd be yeah. very easy to get approved. The things that don't get approved generally are that you could like work alcohol based. Okay, and right. Stuff like that. Where okay. I mean, yeah, 
But you think like an open house is not going to be tough to get. Absolutely not. Pre- That's interesting. Yeah. And you, and then you would be allowed to wear your uniform. Yeah, and most, be, they'd probably sit in their car. In their front. car. In the, yeah. 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 That's a great idea. That's I never thought about idea. that. Great idea. Okay. How would you go about fi- like you call the sh- the whatever, office like whatever nine one one municipality do not do <laughs> not do call nine one one oh my um, lord <laughs> so whatever agency patrols that area just call you would call and say I'm like, looking for an extra duty officer okay and they'll put you an event and tell them what the event is and right. they'll put you they'd probably advertise it through the agency and yeah. the first officer that calls. Yeah, because that's a pretty cushy oh, yeah, one, that's huh? That's a good idea. Yeah, so yeah they're like, away. sure. Yeah, right. Come in, grab a cookie, two hours. Watch in my and movie out. in the car. Most agencies have a three hour minimum, I think. Okay, three hour. That's good well, to know. A lot know. of agents are doing one to four open Okay, houses. but yeah. let's but just say it was $30 an hour. For less than $100, I could have a uniformed law enforcement Yeah, that officer. doesn't say they have to stay for three hours. If you do it for two hours, you just have right. to pay them for three. So, and that would be especially good if it was more of a rural open house or yeah. something. Like, you wouldn't have to do that for every like if open you were in house. a place with poor cell phone reception yeah. or, like, you know, you're right, remote. That's a good idea. Or someplace you weren't familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is a really good idea. And if you have an office that has a lot of, like, brand new agents, getting one of them to come with you and sit with you at the open Yeah, house. I just tried to convince myself that going alone was not an option for a while. I would just – and then I just stopped doing them. I know. Because, well, we're kind of at that point. Uh, well, and I would ask the seller. I'm like, it's also dangerous for you and your home. I, if I was sell my house, I'm not having an open house. You would never. People are not coming to my house. Right, because yeah. it's – they're just random people from the public. They like, can unlock can a window. It's right. like anti-Tanner. Yes. Open houses. Just the. It's funny because I just went on a listing interview with someone he works with, and they were like, "Hey, by the way, we will not <laughs> no open, have houses. open houses." And I. It's just so interesting the perspective of right. someone that's actually aware of crime and aware right. of what an open house means. And I tell my sellers, look. If you have a serious buyer that's going to purchase your home, if they are really looking, they will make an appointment. They don't need an open house. They don't need an open house. Yeah. And then let's say it is a serious buyer and they see that it's open Sunday. They may not make an appointment. They may say, right. I'm just going to go to the open right. house. Well, now I can't follow up with them. I don't know that maybe they didn't do the sign-in. Sh- sign-in sheets are a joke. Right. People don't fill them out. You get fake names. Yeah. You get fake emails. They don't want to be called. So I've never written my real name. On, on a sign-in sheet? On any, right. yeah. On a sign-in sheet. No. No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what if a, an agent is like, okay, I have to do this open house. Are there some things you would recommend to make it safer? The things we talked about, yes. Like if you could have an officer, if you can have someone there with you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, alone, it kind of goes back to the, the mindset deal and having already prepared yourself to defend yourself. Because mm-hmm. like, you as a realtor, you would say, I would say, just stay in the main room where you can get to the front door. But if the person wants to see the house and wants has it kind of a question right. in the back about the like no, are you gonna you can just bring it back up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've stood on the porch before. But you know a lot of realtors are going to go like, well yeah, what are you doing back here? Yeah. I mean there was a recent incident with a male realtor in our market yeah. who was basically in a back bedroom on a showing of a yeah. rental property and they do they pull a knife on you? They pulled something on you. Yeah. It was, and that's another thing. If it's a robbery, like if you know it's a robbery, and they pull it, give them right. Here's the whatever, thing: all of it. Is it uh, is it good or okay. bad to do the 
throw the purse, you know? I would, yes. Like, don't like, hang, like throw it, throw it in the, a different direction. Right. Yes. Okay. Don't this is good. throw it and stand there. Like, right, right. Throw, throw it and get run, away get from out. that Got person. it. Got it. Yeah. Throw, he was run. really shaken up after that. And I was really proud of him because he when, managed to lock himself in a bathroom, I think. Yeah. He And then he told us agents and was like, look, I'm not looking for you know, scrutinism on how I handled this situation. Right. I'm just going to tell you what happened. And I was shocked that this happened to me. Yeah. As a male agent, never would have thought that right. someone would target mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Thinking it's not going to happen to you is not a right. Not an option. Yeah. yeah. That's not the mindset. You always have to be yeah. aware. Oh, yeah. When prepared. I put the address in my phone, in my calendar and share it, I'm like, Okay, this is so when they come looking for me. Like right. I'm, I'm picturing the whole Lifetime movie. Right. Like well, the whole just thing. the act, I think, of you putting it in your calendar that way and sharing it with Jay well, do you, is a mindset trigger of I'm doing this, like, this for dangerous. safety. I'm doing it for safety. Um, I don't – so you've never listened to the show. Is that correct, Tanner? That's okay. Correct. Just, have I you really listened, want, have really you listened to, to any drug. episodes? That's fine. Green has turned on. Okay. okay no. Okay. <laughs> Way far, far, far back in the beginning on episode number six, we have Carl Carter on who tells the story of his mother who was an I remember agent. You talking about okay. That, yes. Yeah, I told him about it. It is um to anyone who's listening now, it is an episode that you really have to listen to because yeah. he kind of walks through the whole crime. So like yeah. how did they they she did everything right. Yeah. Everything. And they had basically had this very long like communication with her. It wasn't like a random open house situation. But the point is you should definitely listen to it because after, even more so after hearing him tell that story, I was always like, okay, I'm going to put in the address so people know where I am. And I'm like trying to picture like, what are the things that people, because there were all these things that happened after the crime where they were trying to find her because she was kidnapped. And it was just um, jarring, yeah. very jarring. Again, to the mindset of being prepared to defend and, and most realtors have kids, I'd say. Think of it as if I got attacked, I would do the same thing to get away that if someone grabbed my child. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to be nice. No. I, so that's the hardest thing, I think, especially us being in the South. We're mm -hmm. always, you so, know, so be polite. Po be polite, you know, always just. That's why I kind of like even the new way of teaching your kids now. Like, don't force them to hug people. Yeah. Right? Like, if you're leaving a family event, you don't have to say, right. okay, go hug everyone. If right. they don't want to, don't right. make them. Right, like, right, you're right. teaching them to think for themselves yeah. and know and mm -hmm. listen to their own gut instead of you telling them yeah, what to if do. If you think feel something feels creepy, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Right. 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 Mm. Yeah. Okay. Where do you think agents go wrong with their safety practices? What are they doing wrong? The biggest thing is thinking it's never going to happen to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's daytime outside. Nothing. Oh, nothing. It's daytime nothing outside. Nothing bad happens during the day. Right. It's Do bad absurd. things happen during the day? Yes. Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point because that's just like you're not paying attention because you're like, oh, I'm in a, you know. And thinking everybody's nice. Like, right. there's bad people in this world. Dressed and, as good people. In every occupation. And right. So don't just take it as. Yeah. And in your situation with your past client, even good people could be going through something that alters their mental state. Right. That makes them, you know, right. a different version of who they really are. Yeah. Yeah. That you just don't know. It's very, very crazy. Okay. So one of our listeners had a question of 
if it's a repeat offender, do they end up on some sort of list or... Other than a sex offender, because obviously there's a list for that. But what if there's someone who's, I don't know, robbed a bunch of realtors? Not that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Now, and granted, I, yeah. if somebody's generally been arrested for something like that, yeah. Google their name. Right. I mean, everybody watches the news nowadays. Yeah. They report on everything. Yeah. Everything. Like. Okay. Just we got to Google them. Because mm-hmm. it'll show up. It says, meaning offenders of being creepy at open houses or posing as potential. So, like, they haven't actually committed any crimes. There's not, right, like, really right. a way to. Be a, not <laughs> right. I'm familiar with. We can't track can't people labeled. who haven't committed the crime yet. Right. Potentially creepy. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. But, well, that's why I do think the realtor Facebook groups. Oh, yeah. Very helpful. You know, that's what we should use it for is if you are. I mean, and we we do in our marketplace. Yeah. We say, "Hey, we have this one guy, p- the pastor. He's not." Have a you pastor. heard about the pastor? Have you heard about the, what Tell is him. his deal? He he comes and goes in our market, and he, he always wants to look at luxury property. Yes, and his name is Pastor something, but it's always oh, the no. same person. And White. Pastor White, we should, something. we should talk about the pastor off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, right. Wow. He, and so you'll see in the Facebook group, hey guys, the pastor is back. He's making these calls and trying to get into these luxury homes, and it's weird because we never really know what the end game is. He hasn't hurt anyone, or but it's yeah. just sketchy, sketchy things that he does. Like can't, and, won't, doesn't have a pre-approval, or won't do it, or then we'll go from agent to agent for a little while, and he'll like have them in the house for a while, just looking at the, like. I think he's just like playing pretend. And I think some agents. But things like that escalate. Right. Yes. Like what's it going to be? Someday. Some, right. Exactly. You don't want to be the one there when it escalates. But that's the good thing about networking with local agents. Then at least we know, okay, well, this sketchy behavior is happening with this person. Or if someone gets a weird like phishing type of email, they'll immediately put it in the realtor group and be like, did anyone else get this? And like 20 people will be like, yep. Or if something with the, pa- the pastor gentleman, it's like. I don't want to, why would you want to waste your time if you know that he's right? Well, the hard part is that a lot of agents that are newer, they they want the business so bad. Yeah, they understand. need the money. They feel mm-hmm. like it's could happen. It's a real thing. But these boundaries, they just get in the way of me getting a paycheck. And so they just throw boundaries aside right. and just pray that this one of the spaghetti noodles sticks to the mm-hmm. wall that and it'll work out. But I always take it as a compliment when I say, I need a pre-approval letter so that we can make an appointment. And then a lot of times they say, well, no other realtor has required a pre-approval letter. Yeah. I respond with, well, I'm super happy to be one of the more professional ones that does. So don't be embarrassed or feel insecure that you're one of the agents that does require right. require it. Like stick to your guns and yeah. know. And that- if somebody said that, my question would be, well, how many realtors have you been through? Right. right. And why? Red flags. Right. So you're not going to lose flags. anything. Right. You could lose a buyer or mm-hmm. you could lose your life. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it's not much of a comparison. Okay. They also want to know when or how would a realtor get involved in regards to reporting strange behavior? Like how, like should they be, Cautious, so, not ca- like what, when and where, or why. So you can report anything suspicious to yeah. the local, whether it be a sheriff's office, the city police. Right. So if something suspicious, there's nothing wrong with making a report of it because say if there's five different realtors that mm-hmm. all report the same mm-hmm. suspicious pastor guy that's doing weird stuff or right. whatever, at least there's a log of it. So when, if things do escalate, 
there's you can show a pattern of the behavior. Right. So if you call and report something and you're not necessarily asking that the police come or do something, they will make a note of it in some sort of They'll database. write a report. Generally, the officer would come out there oh, okay. and write a report. But some you can call and they can make a report yeah. over the phone. Okay. Don't call 911. Okay. Right. Got this. it. Call right. just the whatever Figure agency is. Figure out the, the, the local yeah. number. I always thought if you needed anything police related, you called 911. No. You meanwhile, and everybody else. I yeah. have the sheriff's number programmed in my phone. Because if it's just like an annoyance type, I mean, you're not going right. to call 911. No. Like. 911 is for an emergency. Look at you. I'm proud of you. Thank good you. job, Katie. Thank you. I'm a good, I'm a good citizen. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. I don't right. want to use up the resources incorrectly. No, that's good. Okay. What else? Um, I feel like I'm going to go get my device. Oh, go get it. It's real loud, though. Are you going to open it? Yeah, can't I? Jay will have to fix it on the... I want Tanner to hear it. I want him to tell me if it's silly for me to even carry it. Or I'll tell you right actually, now, it's, from it's your description, silly. it's silly. <laughs> but okay, go we're ahead. Gonna bring it. We're going to open it. And you can, you can hear it. It's a um, personal alarm. It's called a birdie. Birdie. That's a keychain. And so if you get attacked, you pull it, and this alarm goes off. It's really loud. It's supposed to just scare them. Hmm. Alert. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe by listening to this noise, they think something's well, happening. You would probably need to be screaming like they this notified the police or something. Like I would have to. Oh, okay, good. Tell oh, me okay. how. Right, That's I could be like, tip. I have, I have notified the police. Right. So even if it okay. doesn't notify, are no, you ready? It's not going to hurt that much. Like, I mean, it's better than nothing. But I at the same, like so okay. at least he would draw attention to me, right? Sure, but. But also, if you're in a also house, be ready to defend yourself. Like pull that, let it make the sound. Okay, maybe and then, I need it to be turned into a knife. Yeah. So a, yeah, yeah. I would say a knife would be better on that keychain. Okay, than fine. That. But it's good. It's better okay, than well, nothing. At least I can be like, I have alerted the police. I mean, at least if the, you, you do that and then now you're fighting with the person, there's a large sound, loud sound. Right. That's drawing drawing attention. But if you're in a house. Me. Right. What's that going to do? Mm-hmm. It's just going to be annoying while I'm being attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, One fine. of the questions on the list was real quick, before, like the person attacking you is not a rational hum- human being. Right. Or you're thinking like a well, rational human being. See, like, they're going to ho- hear this and stop. Well, yeah. what I'm hoping is that they'll hear it and be like, what the heck is that? Maybe it has contacted. Maybe it's like a homing device. You don't think that they're going to think don't that. Think so. you're like, it's possible. I mean, but see, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't bet my life on. Well, no, I'm just like trying birdie, to give myself a chance to run away. I think that you and I and the majority of our listeners are very fortunate that we live in this bubble okay and he living with tanner (laughs) reminds me constantly that you can't reason right with the people that are going to be attacking you right right they are not in a logical frame of mind right where well they wouldn't do that in broad daylight yes sure they would yes they would or it's just a reminder that what we think that they would think Mm -hmm. is not what they would think and what worries me like about something like that would be like that would be in your mind like your defense mechanism and when that doesn't work well then what would my backup plan right you built that into that's what i'm gonna gonna, gonna hate to break this to you before that i had no plan at all okay so we're taking one step in the right right direction yeah (laughs) now i have a small plan but yeah. I will I will amp up my plan. How about that? Yes. And I mean, we are fortunate. I know it could still happen to us, but it could happen to anyone, anyone, anywhere, not just on an appointment, you know? Right. Like oh, I'm very gas. scared of the parking lots and right. the gas A perfect station. example. Cops get killed in the United States that are in full uniform right. with guns with, on. With weapons. With some sort of training. Like, Vests. And yeah. people attack them. 
there's yeah. evil, crazy people out there that you cannot reason with. Well, that makes me feel like I've got no chance. See? We got it. See? No. Wrong mindset. Say, wrong mindset. No, say, no. I do have a chance. I do have a chance. I'm, I'm protecting my child. Yeah, I'm going to fight this. I got it. I got it. Yeah. I got it. We need some like safety affirmations. Oh yeah, that would be great. Oh, we're gonna need to find some safety, safety. affirmations. <laughs> like, no. like, I will. I don't. I don't things know if I'm like you know. He's like, he's like he's like he's tapping he out. He's tapping like, out. Things like you know I will fight you back. Yeah. You know, so that way if you tell yourself that enough, mm-hmm. you believe it. So if you're in the situation, you're like I will fight you back. I'm not even gonna think about. Yeah. Not. I don't care if you stab me. I'm gonna scream. Right. Yes. Think of like a, a mama bear. Like, yes. Have you seen what mother bears will do to anything that messes yeah, with yeah. their violent. cub? Mm-hmm. They're violent. Okay. Oh, this is stressing me out. I know. it. Well, we have to be prepared, Katie. I know. Okay. I hope this is helpful for the listeners. Yeah. I mean, I live with Tanner and I'm slacking in many of these areas. That's That'll bring us to our favorite question. Does Alyssa do some things you do not like in her and business? Then, and then I put <laughs> to correct this. In my business. Not in life. Not in life. <laughs> or do I do things that you do not like in my job? Um, She's pretty good now. Yeah. Um, okay. The only thing, like, because because she gets so many calls about things, she keeps her phone silent so it doesn't interrupt other activities. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I'm trying to get a hold of her. Right. We would like it kids, to be. He says like, I never answer his messages. Uh-huh. But I, I feel I do. Okay. I think she looks at him. And then thinks that I respond okay. in my head. Oh, yes. that happens to me back. too. Yeah, that, I respond in right. my head. That's all right. Okay, but safety-wise in her business, you feel like pretty good now, pretty especially good. a lot since her a lot of her businesses referral. Yeah, so someone knows these people. Not saying it can't happen, right? But, but it's, it's less, less much likely. less likely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and she doesn't do open houses anymore. Yeah. So that <laughs> look, I've been doing this for sixteen years, and I had a guy call me off of my sign like last week on my listing, actually not far from where y'all live. Nice area, whatever. (laughs) But he was just really adamant that he needed to see the house. And I'm like, well, have you, I used your line. I'm like, have you seen other houses yet? Or, you know, have you seen anything else? And he said, yes. I'm like, oh, so you had an agent that was showing you? Yes. Well, she's out of town. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get drug into this. Right. And I was like, okay. So I tried to be like, well, you know, usually she has someone covering her business. Can you like reach out and they should be the ones to show you. And he's like, no, no, I really need to see this house. And he just kept pushing the thing. And I was like, you know what? I took his name and his information and I looked him up and I figured out who he was, but I took Jay with me. And Jay had to sit in the driveway (laughs) looking like a weirdo (laughs) for like, a full hour, because then once we got there, the guy was normal. But right. I'm like, sorry, babe. Like, so better you, safe you gotta than take sorry. two separate vehicles. Right, I should have done oh, that. Oh, two separate, yeah. Yeah, he was just stuck there. But while well, you did the show, because that's a big house with a workshop and everything. I know. Look, it was a whole thing. But yeah. I didn't. I didn't die. Good for you for being safe, Katie. I was safe. We don't need to worry about looking like weirdos. If your gut tells you something's not right, that's I just you so know good. I didn't know. It's okay. We don't have to be polite. Right. We just had an agent recently in my office that she had shown this person homes. She did not know him before, but she had met him a few times. He's pre-approved. Everything's fine. Well, they go to this house and it, the back part of the lot is wooded. Okay. And he's like, I want to go to the back of the property and like see what the back of the property looks see like. Ya. And she's like, well, you may go. And he's like insisting that. She into the woods. Yes, everyone. <laughs> Absolutely gets, yes, not. Right. I, I mean, this is the woods. And she said, "I had no reason up until this point, but the hair on the back of my neck <gasps> stood up." And a few more things happened where I don't, I don't know the full story. Okay, but she left. Good left. 
left left him outside yeah she got in her car and did, left. She, did she lock up the house or she just she like rolled called out the listing yeah. agent and said i'm embarrassed and i i don't know what exactly but i felt like i needed to leave did that person ever left. reach back out to her so like later that evening he reached out and was like hey everything good and she said i'm so sorry i just i I had gotten a call from my kids school and i had to go quickly i'm sorry that i had to like leave leave, you in the woods leave you but i she said she just knew that she had to get out there's a reason like so we as human beings evolved as a species and you get that feeling you know how people are like scared of the dark Mm -hmm. that's because your ancestors used to get yeah, right. grabbed by lions, tigers, and bears in the, in dark. the dark. Like yeah. that is your DNA. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. instinct, survival skills. So if you're getting that feeling, you should go with it. Yeah, right, always. But the listing agent s- supported her fully and was like, "Good, no I'm so glad you did I mean, the right who thing." Yeah, right. yeah. And she said, "You know, I'm going good." And she went back with her husband and locked up. It was a vacant house. Yeah. So her and her husband always a vacant, house. always a vacant house. Her and her husband went back and locked up the door and just made sure everything was good. But you, all of that to say, it could have been nothing. But we're don't worry about being polite. If you feel like you need to get out of there, no. If I'm alone with any person, I don't care what type of person they are, and they ask me to go into the woods with them, <laughs> and I don't know them also, at a vacant house. And this is kind of tradecraft stuff, but. When you're, if you're meeting a new person that you don't know, there's nothing wrong with you having an open cell phone line with right. your whoever. Yeah. For, like until while you feel there. comfortable. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you could just they be on hear, the phone. Yeah, yeah. You, they don't have to know it. You just call them on your phone, have yeah. it in your hand where they can hear it. That, anyone can do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Instead of me having to reach out, you know, X amount of minutes into my showing, I could just be on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Okay, I like that one. I feel like we're we're good. How's I'm, our time? I think we're great. Okay, wonderful. I didn't tell him about the toast. You're <sighs> as the listener, uh, as the guest. Right. Usually, you're in charge of the toast. Supposed to pick someone that you would like to Celebrate. acknowledge, give a toast to someone that has made an impact on you, you your life, your, your life. business, yes, your. Mm-hmm. Or you can defer if you're like, I don't want to toast anybody. I'll actually give two. <gasps> oh, oh my god, wonderful! Let's do okay. it. So I would toast Joe Rogan. Uh, oh my gosh, Joe. because he got me starting jujitsu. Oh no way! Twelve years ago, I listened to his podcast. I did not that's, even know that. That's what got me to start. Because um, he was—he's a big advocate that all law enforcement should do. Sure, he's a big advocate that anybody. Will. Oh, all the people should do. Yeah. Okay, I didn't um, know that. Toasting Joe Rogan. That's fun. I'll okay. ca- I'll call his publicist and let him know. And then know. I would, the other one I would toast would be Jocko, which I don't know who Jocko oh, is. Yeah, but, Jocko. So, like, we're uh, toasting famous people today. I love all it. I, all I know is famous people. Um, I'm sorry. Well, well that's fine. Know. We'll yeah. totally do that. I'll also toast James Green because he at, uh, <laughs> turns this podcast on <laughs> oh, when we're about to do like serious things. He's one of yes. Before they do something really major, he's like, let's listen to a little hustle. Yeah, humbly. That you you he hear the intro. Hilarious. He thinks but, it's funny. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Why? Because he's trying to like psych he's you out. Probably one of the only. You should probably try to psych you what's up. What's it stars like? Hey, it's Alyssa and Katie. Like that, <laughs> I've heard that n- numerous times. <laughs> he's never listened to the show. He's listened to the intro yeah. a just bunch the intro, of times. Just as like a pep oh, talk before my a big bust. God, that's so funny. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks. We're, this was this was good. Yeah, went great. It's always good to increase your safety levels. Yeah, I know. I feel like I need to do some things. 
get okay. back on, get back on. I've gotten rusty. I've gotten comfortable. For that's sure. fine. I'm sure most people listening feel the same way. Yeah. Maybe they're not just rusty. Maybe they were never good mm-hmm. or had no plan in place. Right. Ultimately, you have to have a plan in place mm-hmm. and a mindset. Your mindset has to be ready and a system. Mm-hmm. When you do you, t- I mean, you can get someone's driver's license. You can get their license. Mm-hmm. Like you can say, I need to make a copy of your driver's license before we go. Right. Sure. Yeah. Like I would not, if, if, as a civilian, right. want to see it. I wouldn't think anything's wrong with that. No. No. If somebody does, there's something wrong. There's with right, right, that, right. Yes, if they yes. give you pushback, there's a problem. Exactly, it's just a little test. Okay, okay. Thank you, everyone. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Say bye, Tanner. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode topic or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.